Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your lovely, genius, awesome fucking ideas and turn them into the next AAA video game titles. I am one of your hosts, Blake Rea. And I am your other host, AJ Hart. Wow, you a- really went for a swear right off the bat there, bud, Fuck huh? Fuck yeah, hell yeah, Whoa, welcome again. to the- welcome, but we're oh, adults. Okay. We're, this- we're, we're, I pay taxes, I can curse when I want to. Alright, well this one you apparently <laughs> don't plan on showing your mom. Alright, okay. <laughs> what are you talking about? My mom doesn't support my art. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> At least we got Fair your enough. mom on a call in the middle of an episode, which is like fucking genius. She did say she didn't like me playing video games, though, which was Wait, a little what? bit problematic. Really? She said? Did she say that on the episode? Yeah, she said that on the episode. Hey, your mom's cursed now. Sorry. I Canc- have to cancel my mom. <laughs> hey, uh, so everybody hashtag uh, cancel AJ's mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, shit. Blake. Yeah, what's up, brother? We need to start thinking about what we do here. Because, yet again, I'm concerned that... Parody is dead? I know that I have to worry about this far too often, but this time I'm worrying about it again, because Nintendo's off on their shit again. Oh god, I know what you're gonna talk about, yeah. So Nintendo's like, check this out, we're doing new video games for Mario, and they're Mm -hmm. gonna have a limited time release for the digital stuff, and it's like, okay, yeah, I'm, yeah, Nintendo, I super believe that Wait, limited release for digital, or limited release for physical? Uh, physical's limited, but also digital. So what? allegedly, really? the triple pack is going to go off sale, uh, even digitally, once the like March thirty first date comes around. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess like supposedly Nintendo came onto the call and they said, "How's it going? We're Nintendo, and we just decided that we fucking hate money. So when <laughs> those on March thirty first, we're gonna stop selling these. We have too much. We can't. We we literally <laughs> have no more room for all of the money in our deep ass pockets." So what? <laughs> so the reality is, of course, that they're probably going to sell them as like a triple back until March 31st. Uh-huh. And then from there, they're each going to be their own independent purchases. The part where it gets weird, though, is the, the Mario 3D game platformer triple pack. That's not the weird part. The mm-hmm. weird part is Mario 35, which is a video game that they're releasing so that you can play Mario, like kind of like Tetris 99, but mm-hmm. that game is a digital only that they're like, no, it's going until March 31st or whatever, and then we're deleting it forever. I wonder if that's influenced by Mario, like the Mario Runners game. You remember that? Oh, you think that because the Mario Runners was just a complete and total like flop house, they're just like, okay, we know that this one's going to flop like shit too, so we're just going to do it for a little bit. Well, I think it's like it's more of in the sense of they are starting to be like, we only have an exact budget, and this exact budget covers this period of time, and if we don't see a return on that budget, there's no point in keeping it. So I think probably because of that app, the the Mario Runner game, where they just kind of kept it going and kept feeding it money, and but nobody was playing it, it was just a huge loss on investment. So I believe that's why they're doing the limited window. Also, oh, I didn't even think about them like continuing to support the Mario Thirty Five. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. If they like create this game and they're like, yeah, if this doesn't turn out for us, we're going to just throw it away. Yeah, but if we continue to support it and it makes us money, we're going to extend the date on it. Yeah, that's. An excellent point. It still sucks shit. Is oh the yeah, thing it's about incredibly skeezy. It's well, <laughs> yeah, it's incredibly skeezy because like I, me as a gamer, and I feel like a lot of people speak to know, me as a gamer, please, as a gamer. <laughs> Hello, like fellow me. gamer. Um, there we go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> See, um, without E three coming around this year, we don't have enough mm-hmm. people going on stage in gamer fashion saying "gamers like gamers, us gamers, you gamers, we oh, gamers." You mean Todd Howard just saying "us game"? Do you think Todd Howard plays video games anymore? No, I think he's just like I think he's like um, what's the rich like what's uh uh Donald Duck's rich uncle? It's like Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge or McDuck. Ma- yeah. Scroo- it feels like Scrooge Mc. He's like Scrooge McDuck, where he's just swimming in all of his like versions of Skyrim and money. <laughs> um, he just has like a vault that is full of just dollar bills from from gamer pockets. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You know, honestly, that is like a question I would legit want to know the answer to. Does Todd? What? Well, how many copies of Skyrim play? does he have? No, no, no. I don't give a shit about that. I know it's a lot. <laughs> um, I, I'm more spe- more specifically. I'm just wondering if he plays games anymore like is there a reason for him to play games anymore 
Yeah, all and, those fucking gamers, gamer business boys at those conventions, you know, they always say, we know what gamers want. We're gamers like you. But we've never <laughs> seen them game. <laughs> we never see, you're right. They hire other people to play test their game. They don't play their game. I have no reason to believe that any of those people going up on that stage are gamers like me. You know, honestly... They're, they don't this, know my trials. Brings, they don't know my tribulations. Fuck them. AJ, They're not gamers I, like AJ, me. AJ, I have a perfect solution to the people that talk at gaming panels. The people who talk at gaming panels are only allowed to talk there if they have a high score in the game they're talking about. So, like, Todd Howard, yes. to maintain his position at the top of Bethesda, he has to be the best Skyrim player of all time. And you know who he's going up against first? Skyrim Grandma. Because Skyrim Grandma <laughs> is precious and should be protected, and she should be the one doing the panels, now, honestly. I feel she I knows like about more about Skyrim than anybody else. This, what I like about this is that in order for this to be a system that we can actually track, every mm -hmm. video game needs to start, start adding in a scoring system mm -hmm. like the Platinum games, which oh, I'm so all for. Actually, I was thinking more along the lines of Bulletstorm, where like every action you did gave you yes, like a little yes, pointage. Yes, yes, because yes. I like that because you can apply that to basically anything. You could just be like, you solve a puzzle, and it just shows a little point, like a little points counter go up when you solve a puzzle or something like that. You know what else would help me them be more believable if they went up on those stages and said, "I'm a gamer like you," and they then I fucking Keanu Reeves. The, AJ, AJ, this is the perfect time. You and I have talked about this. We're going to launch our merch line. It's just going to say gamer fashion on the shirt. You and I, we've... Hey, you person listening to this thinking that's a golden idea, don't steal it. This is ours. You, no. you have a shirt this that goes just says gamer fashion just a on it. This goes beyond They is... need to go up and here's what, it, here's what needs to fucking stop. Okay, they go what? up on stage and they're all love mic'd up, right? Like mm -hmm. Keanu Reeves goes up and he's like, how's it going? I'm Keanu Reeves and I'm a gamer like you. Like, no, you're not. You're fucking Keanu Reeves. <laughs> but you know what would hey, change hey, that completely? Hey, 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 Hold on, wait. I, there's right, a chance right. that Keanu Reeves could be a gamer like me. And it's the answer of him showing that is not with business gamer fashion. It's with some fucking turtle beaches. <laughs> You're saying instead of a lav, they just have a wireless turtle beach headset. Every <laughs> single gamer press but conference see, you know needs what, to you know stop having lavs, no. stop having handheld mics, and they need to have full gamer headphone setups. Okay, I don't know if I don't know. Then about, I'll believe that they're gamers like me. I don't then know when they about, say we know what gamers want, I'll finally believe that they are saying <laughs> see, any amount I, of facts. I don't like that because you know, uh, little side story. I. Um, I've been remodeling my, my personal workstation and stuff, and I ended up getting a pair of wireless gaming headset, and I was in a call with AJ and some of our other people playing Fall Guys, and everybody's like, hey, your mic sounds like fucking garbage, and it does. It is a garbage mic. So I ended up just like, I just have a wired headset that's sitting here now. I mean, a, a wireless headset that sits here anytime I need to do a call now. I don't, <laughs> I, I haven't used it, and I feel like, like... <laughs> So you're saying for them to feel more genuine, they need to be using something no. that doesn't that sounds flawed. Like that's they how you know they're like they're like they're just they're more human. They're not like we're all not not perfect. Yeah, if I could get a little bit of like microchip or like if I could get a little bit of potato chip eating bleed on those headsets a little bit, <laughs> something that really grounds them, right? Because Keanu Reeves went up and he's just fucking Keanu in gamer fashion. You he know, honestly, act. that's his whole thing. Keanu Reeves is a fucking actor. He can go up and say anything, and hey, I'm going to believe him. Be, but I be need fair. to believe the look. I need to see him gaming. I need to actually see him with some no. authentic gamer. Honestly, honestly, AJ, AJ, the reason I think Keanu Reeves is a good gamer is because he interacted with the audience rather than talking at the audience. Somebody said from the crowd, you're wonderful. And he points at them in his beautiful Keanu Reeves, perfect man face. And he's like, no, you're wonderful. And like that man has my heart. That man is so fucking genuinely cool. Um, and that doesn't have anything to do with gaming, but like, don't. So we know that he doesn't play League. Don't use Keanu as an example. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying use Todd Howard as an example, or like, uh, who's another person? Um, uh, actually, what is your opinion on uh, the guy, the head of Nintendo America? I'm forgetting his name. He has laser eye powers. Oh, John Bowser? Or are you talking about Reggie fils -Aimé? Reggie fils -Aimé. Like, he seems yeah. pretty genuine when he comes up Reggie on stage. Reggie fils I'm sure he's a genuine guy. He's the biggest man in the games industry. <laughs> At least he used to be. Actually, he is the biggest man in the games industry again because I believe he's in charge of GameStop now. Good luck, yeah, bud. Yeah, he did. Oh, man. Dude, I don't know about you, but since quarantine started, like, all of the GameStops around me just one by one are just, like, evaporating. Like, I just, like, I wake up one day and they're, like, they've disappeared into the dust. It's like how, it's like when Blockbuster went out of business, where it was, like, a very gradual, like, 
gone, 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 gone. Do you remember when all the GameStops first started closing down here and we were going on a little tour de force, going like GameStop to GameStop, picking up games for like four bucks? See, that was fun when you found the right GameStop. For the most part, it was just a Funko Pop store. Because that yeah. was all that was left in the games. Actually, no, there managed, was Fallout and Monopoly and, just... and and Funko Pops. Yeah, <laughs> exclusively. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of good exclusively selections. X-Men Funko Pops because I guess they just had too many of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but all right. Hey, all you right. and I did manage to pick up Anthem for four bucks each, and I was able to find Red Faction Guerrilla for the Switch for oh, like six that's bucks. Right, God. So that's... like, there were some good things that came out of it. I mean, you and I have put yet to play Anthem together, so like. It, That's five dollars well existed. spent. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's get into what we actually do on this podcast and talk about <laughs> video games, not the video game industry. Right, of course. Sorry, I got a little bit distracted <laughs> about our mission statement. <laughs> do you have a video game from our lovely audience? I do have a video game. Uh, hit me with it. This one comes but, like to gently. Us... Oh, this one actually. Let me get really close. <laughs> this one comes to us from jupiter at jupiter from hell um a game where the louder you yell in real life the stronger you are in the game it is also a nintendo ds exclusive is that sexy enough soft enough for you aj yeah that was the perfect level of soft thank God, you hopefully, so much oh, <laughs> see the thing is you're listening to my headset microphone because i am a gamer i am wearing a headset that has like a little mic you're a on gamer it. like me i am a gamer like you but then i have my actual yeah! mi- like recording microphone <laughs> that goes into my recorder so hopefully that sounded somewhat decent in the recording <laughs> <laughs> all right so it's a game you gotta be loud you know what this actually reminds me of, and I think we can utilize it. Um, you weren't, you didn't grow up in LA, but there's this museum called the Myst- uh, the sci- uh, I was going to say Mystery Science Museum, but that is not at all what it's called. It is just <laughs> the si- the Science Museum of Los Angeles. And when I was a kid and I went there on a field trip, they actually had an exhibit dedicated to the sciences of superheroes. So you had like a rock climbing wall where you can be Spider Man. You had. Well, wait, like- this sounds like something they had at OMSI back in Oregon. Oh, shit. So it might have been a traveling thing, honestly. Um, There was a... But the thing that this reminds me of is that there was a glass box where it would show you a decibel meter. And the whole point was, is you're playing um, Black Canary. Um, Actually, it was like the Marvel equivalent of Black Canary, but you had to scream and get the decibel level to a certain point as a group to defeat the person in front of you. What? That rules! Yeah, it was was like super cool because as a kid, you're like, always being told you have to be quiet, you have to be respectful, you have to be like, you know, don't be a nuisance. And then you walk into this room where you can climb on the fucking wall and go to a corner and scream your fucking lungs out. That's an experience. So (laughs) I'm thinking, um, (laughs) here's the thing I want to add, the stink I want to add to this game, because obviously it's a game where you have to yell at it and you're using the DS mic, but um, the DS has GPS. You have to do this in a place that isn't your house. Does it? I, I, it does now. It, you have to okay. do, you have to do this game in a public space to actually play it. So like your it'll like your DS keeps track of where you spend most of your time, and that'll be like it'll assign where your house is. So you have to go to downtown Los Angeles, or you have to go to the park where people are, and you just have to scream at your DS. So you have to be that crazy person. So AJ, I th- have one point that I want to make to it, and we don't this way we don't need to create a new four DS with GPS technology. Okay. Okay. What we're going to do is we're just going to do, you can, you scream into the DS to fight your bosses, but mm-hmm. the way that you do your fights is you have to have one point from Street Pass because the 3DS had the coolest thing in the world, which was uh, Nintendo Street Pass. You put your 3DS in your pocket, you walked around. If you passed somebody, your 3DS would know that you passed somebody and there'd be some sort of fun little game reason or mm-hmm. game reward or cookie point or asset that you got. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Is this so also what this one? does okay, is if you street pass somebody, you get one screen point, and then mm-hmm. but you can only hold one screen point at a time, or maybe the screen points have like a very very short cooldown. Like if you pass somebody, you have like fifty five seconds. Wait, so are you to implying like, that you have to wait for boss fights? I'm like saying you that you just... have to wait to pass somebody to get the ammo you need to do boss fights. What's so the, if you're what's playing the, the game there? Like I mean, I'm to trying get to further f- in the game, you can't play mm-hmm. the game unless you have a street pass point. 
but so you only can get street pass points okay. if you've passed somebody else in the real world. Can I? Add, can I? Can I? The street sh- pass points you can only hold one at a time. So what we're doing is we're incentivizing people to go out and play the game. How, in how about this? Can I sure, add one? Can, can I add one more wrinkle because I feel like the grind of that would just not be fun. So here's mm-hmm. what we do. You do the street pass, and if you're just walking around, you can collect a couple. You can collect a couple of points. Let's say you can hold up to three at a time. But if you are in a public area and you find somebody else playing this game, you can actually do a screaming match with them. And if you <laughs> win that, you win like a boatload of points rather than just one point. <laughs> so you win. You can you win up to three, or I mean, you can win like three points extra or something like that. So if you fight somebody, you can carry more ammo than what your max is or whatever. So because yes. the thing I want to create with this game is awkward social situations where like I want to be that person that's sitting in Little Tokyo and I'm just watching two young 14 year olds screaming there at their fucking top of their lungs at each other and wondering what is happening. And then the security See? guard then the security guard comes over and then also gets in that DS shouting match. So then you have a grown ass man and two kids just screaming at one another. That's yes, the situation it, I want to see. <laughs> it's that grown ass man going to the third, going to the kids and screaming with them that I want to capture. What I want to capture is that feeling. <laughs> like the reason why I want to have like these three points that you can reuse, like you can only hold so many of them before you can keep playing or mm-hmm. before you can use them and then you can keep playing is I want to create the energy where like you're walking around little Tokyo where you're at the mall and you see somebody over by the Cinnabon just screaming into their DS <laughs> and you think to yourself... <laughs> I really wish that I could be screaming into my 3DS right now too. Uh-huh. Like I have it on me. You're, you you feel I that could be FOMO? Over there. You yeah, you feel the FOMO. Like you see them and you're like, ah, oh, they're really on their grind right now. They're gonna get further than me. That could be me. I could also be playing that game right now. Honestly, the marketing on this game is really good because like you'll just be like, why is that? Your question is, why is that person screaming and why do they have their DS? I want to know more about that. It creates this this innate like. Infection, because like one person screams, then two person are screaming, then three people are screaming, then the whole fucking city is screaming. That's where I want to get. This isn't just outrage marketing. This is outrage <laughs> gameplay. It's outrage gameplay. <laughs> oh fuck. Okay. Okay. So what is the actual like game? Is there like why why are people screaming? Or do we or do we just nail it? We'll figure that out later. We'll we'll figure that out later. <laughs> All right. Let's put it. Let's put a pin in this. Give me a game bro- idea, brother. This comes from Coco. Listen to making a door less open, Rico. <laughs> Complicated name. At Coco Ricopi, a gotcha game where you can roll on in-game credit, and the further in debt you are, the harder <laughs> the game gets. If you end the month without paying back your debt, you get further penalized. Okay, so how like what is the gameplay loop here like what is like what's the thing that in, like incentivizes you cuz like i picture this like your fate go game but like on steroids it's like a fate go game that you can't miss anything like it's so tantalizing and so addicting that if you miss that like special skin or that special you know the the sexy jpeg that that game is powered by you mm. are you you just like are penalized or is it like because I'm trying to figure so, out like what is the, the incentive the, to like to because it's hard like me as a as a broke ass millennial. Um, there's not a whole lot of things in the world where I'm like I I can't live without that. You know what I mean? I'm very frugal. So like, how do you get a frugal person to just addicted to spending this money? Well, I think that the, the number one thing is that we need to make the characters almost non-optional. Uh, I'm thinking we use a game type that is maybe a little bit more. Mm, what's the word I'm looking for? Predatory. Just a little bit more of a predatory game type. So while Fate is like this little turn-based RPG, like mm-hmm. any character will get the job done, maybe we look at something more like Arknights, where the units are little uh, like tower defense things. Okay, so you this can't, all- like, oh, you have to have specific people to play or to beat certain levels, basically. Yes, exactly. Like, oh yeah, uh, this level's just built in a way that you need to have Bahamut to really nail all of the choke points on this okay. map. Can so, I throw, but can Bahamut I throw is, of course, okay. on a gotcha. So the way that mm-hmm. this game works is, like, you can roll as much as you want on the gotcha. Just keep mm-hmm. rolling, keep rolling, keep rolling. It, the uh-huh. game's going to keep track of how many rolls that you've done. Come the end of the month, the game says, all right, Blake, time to pay up. You, should, you owe me $250 for all of your attempts to get Bahamut, King of Kings. Ah, uh, so it's and like you're, it's, and you're like, like ah, here's the thing, okay. video game. 
I don't have that $250. And the game's like, all right, from now on, the God, the game will be more difficult for you. So you better hope that you get Valpurgis Snap on the next gotcha. Mm-hmm, Good mm-hmm. luck, bud, because it's getting tougher and tougher every month. You you miss I your have, payments, baby. I have I have an idea, and I want to see how it gels with what you what you just pitched. Did you know? I, I found this out recently, and I'm actually like legit fucking outraged by it. You know, like there's been that big trend of free trial games, but at the end of the trial, you actually have to pay. Did you know that there is games out there that have in there, like when you download the game and have to sign like the agreement paperwork is that you have a free trial of like three to seven days, but then at the end of those days, you will automatically be charged upwards of like hundred or $200. There's like game does that. I, I forget the name of the game. I remember like watching a video where he was where he was talking about a bunch of those. But um, I'll have to I'll have to find it and I'll shoot it to you. Remind me about that. It's fucking crazy. So I'm thinking what we do, and that's like a legit game that shouldn't be fucking real at all. Like I mean, though I know this is funny, haha podcast, but that that is fucking disgusting. Yeah, that, that sucks shit. <laughs> that sucks ass. But I'm saying we steal it for the jokes. <laughs> so oh, okay. you have. You are you download the game and you are given this character on lend. If you don't beat their <laughs> levels within a certain amount of time, you have to pay for that character. So like you have 10 levels that you need to beat with this character that you have on lend. If you don't beat it, you actually have to pay to keep the character. Um or it's like you are gambling basically. It's like, "Oh, I can I can totally beat these 10 levels in like the 2 days that I have, but as it turns out those levels are super long." So you end up like having to pay those $200. But what incentivizes people to keep playing is, is like, all right, if you can beat the remaining levels of the first character and also beat the next character's levels, you can then pay off your debt. So it's like, (laughs) if you can get ahead, you can actually make some money playing this game. So it's like, this plays with, this is like the, the whales of this game are the people who procrastinate. Like me, yeah. I like I get into a game and then I'm like I was playing I was like playing Warhammer, um, uh, Vermintide two for like days, like days at a time, and then suddenly I just like I'll do it later, I'll do it later, and now like now I owe two hundred dollars, AJ. <laughs> yes, okay, yes. This is a game where like it, it's about high risk, high reward. Gotcha, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you're gonna screw up and not stay on top of your air quotes welfare characters that come with part of the event so you do mm-hmm. owe them money maybe mm-hmm. you you gamble too hard on the gotcha and then the next month you you can't pay up so they penalize you yep 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 so then you have and to catch up you have to like complete more levels and like is there a way to get out of this game or is this just like once you're in it you're in it it's like playing the game of life or something like that I think that you can get out, but it's going to be one of those things where, like, when you get you have out, to have you're like no remaining debt to get out of the game. So, like, there's that there's that weird little window of like, okay, you're all caught up, you don't have to pay any money, but if you keep going, there's a chance that you can earn some money now. So, like, there's that like tantalizing <laughs> window of like, okay, I this was I got overwhelmed, I should get out of this, or mm, but maybe a little bit of dosh, maybe maybe I can start yeah, making some gamer money. That's an excellent point. Like, I think that one thing that's going to happen with this game is people are going to continue going on this, like, gotcha that they don't need to pay for because they'll just be punished in-game if it doesn't work Mm -hmm. and they don't pay up. Until Mm -hmm. eventually the crushing debt makes the game unplayable for them. They're going to soft lock this game for themselves. Yeah, they're so behind on characters and, like, weekly. If you don't do the missions to, like, take care of your, like, welfare character missions to make sure that they're unlocked... And you wail too hard on who were the characters that I said, Bahama and Valpurgisnot. You've wailed on both of those. You didn't get either of those. The date, the debt has just accrued so much. When you go into a level, there's like five times as many enemies, and all you have is like the very first oh my God. given yeah. character as so like your just... only unit to defend yourself in this game. And because you're so behind on debt, you can't you can't leave until your debt is settled. So at the end of the time, at the end of it, it's like you're either going to get somebody who has to work and get their debt paid off, or as a business, we just profit because people want to cut ties with this game. So we're doing <laughs> we're doing what Nintendo's doing. There's obviously a win because there will be a period of time where nobody knows about this game, but then everybody's going to be like, stay away from that game. So this this game only has a release window of thirty of. Of, of three weeks, and to add a little bit of um, 
uh, insult to injury, we sell physical copies that only that include a download code, like how they did with Fallout 76, where it's like yes, you bought a we're on some bought- Paragon and Paddleborn shit. We're like, there will be physical editions out there, but when you fire it up, we're like, mm, sorry, servers are closed down. Your game's bullshit, actually, and we deleted it all. <laughs> God, we're really hitting the point where video games are performance art, huh? (laughs) Uh, Performance art is a very generous term. I think con (laughs) would be a a better descriptor, my friend. (laughs) Like, here's what blows my mind about it. Sorry, how's it going? Welcome to Spiritual Success here, sometimes a game podcast. Here's the thing that blows my fucking mind. When Paragon and Battleborn shut down because the games were failures, at least, like, Mm -hmm. we understood that, like, that wasn't the game plan, right? Like, when 2K and Epic shut those games down, they were like, hey, this really sucks. This game's not making the return that we need. We can't keep the servers up, so we do need to close these games down now. We're really Mm -hmm. sorry. Your game's not going to work ever again. Sorry sucks to suck. But, Mm -hmm. like, we as, like, the world knew, like, that was an unfortunate misstep. That was an yeah. accident. Yeah, that was not something that we wanted goal. to see. Yeah. Nintendo is over here like, check this out, buds. This game's going to be deleted in a couple months. Yeah, this game has a lifespan. Well, you know, I honestly, dude, I think it's like there's so many things that have boiled up to this point. Like, I think in a weird way, I think I, I think strange. I, I, this is going to sound weird for a second, but stick with me. I think Stranger Things and the idea of Stranger Things changed our idea of the current climate of how we digest media. One, Stranger Things not only influenced, like, if you look at anything now, a lot of it's retro wave, 1980s inspired. Like, think of how many, like, young teen with power, like, movies or TV series or stories or books. Yeah, but we're, we're talking about format, but, not but themes here, right but, now. You're thinking yeah. about, like, the batch upload system, correct? Yes. So, uh, yes, that and um, because of the batch upload system, everybody's so in just, like, there's so much content to view and it's so easy to access. So it's like, I think right now Nintendo is seeing that and being like, how do you combat something? You have to give the your IP immediate, like immediate, um, like I need to handle that now or it's gone. So it's like, you can't just leave it up because people might never get to it. They might just, there might be many other games that they want to play. I would um, argue that I don't think that this that comes from Stranger Things. I think that comes from just like the general season pass system that we've seen in video games lately, right? Fortnite, mm. Destiny. I mean, like there's an entire story of Destiny that like you and I won't be able to experience now, right? That's true. We that's missed true. the season where like the Guardians saved Saint 14 or whatever. And like there's complete levels that we'll never mm. get to experience. Complete mm-hmm. voice acting mm-hmm. chunks, missions, experiences, guns. Yeah, it's just gone. It's just gonzo. Gone forever. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like I can see why companies are doing that because it gives this, um, what is it? It's not, um, it's FOMO. It's, there's a there's another word for it where it's like, um, I, in, I immediately need to interact with it or I'm going to miss out. It's like, it's like FOMO. I look at it as like, oh, I see something and like, hey, I feel like I'm missing out on it. Like I look at somebody yeah, going to Disney. Fear of missing out. Yeah. And, but with this, it's just like immediate, like. I need to I need to handle this now. Like it's compulsive behavior. It's compulsive media where it's just like, oh, I see this thing. I need to act or else it's just going to be gone and I'm going to miss out on it forever. And then like what, it, you know, like I look at Destiny is like, oh, man, I should have gone on that sooner. That way I could have experienced that stuff. But now I can't. And I feel like a lot of I feel like Nintendo might be doing that. And honestly, if this thing goes really well and I am assuming it will for them. They are going to be doing releases like this, or specifically not not their new titles. But the Mario like Thirty Five, you mean? The well, that uh, yes, and the Mario Thirty Five, the Mario Three D All Stars, where like they're only going to release physical copies for a short amount of time, and it created to get that compulsive buying going. And I don't necessarily think they're going to do that with the new titles, but with all of their remasters and all of their ports, I can definitely see them doing that. It's like they're doing. You ever heard of the site uh, Limited Run Games? No. Limited run games is a thing where they take like indie titles or really, really old games and then give them a physical release. They actually have a deal with Best Buy where you can sometimes see some of their games in there, but they're not doing it as a profiting thing. It's just they're doing it because they're just a really small company and can only produce a certain amount of those games. That was like, that was the only way to get a physical copy of Hyperlight Drifter for a while. Was oh. the, and, and now you go on eBay and you have to like pay a hundred 
like $40 for a copy of Hyperlife Drifter on PS4. It's it's bullshit. But I think they're going to take that same method, not because it's like they are limited by their budget, but because that's just the easiest way to get people like immediately buying something. And that's kind of skeezy. That's a little skeezy. Yeah. All right. I mean, like, hell, I know that I'm going to end up buying that Mario triple pack just same, because, like, same. yeah, like you said, like, I don't want to miss out I don't, on it. I don't want to miss out on it. And, like, those are cool games from history that, like, I really want to make sure I have yeah. in a playable state 20 yeah. years from now. Yeah, it's it's totally fair to say that those games were some of them not so much, but like like Mario 64 was a revolutionary game. And I would dare I dare I say Super Mario Galaxy was also a revolutionary game for its time. You yeah. know, like just Mario the Galaxy idea of rules. That's probably Mario my Galaxy favorite Mario game. Rocks, dude. Like, actually, I never beat it, and I feel so. I'm like actually really excited to pick this game up because I can be like, oh hey, I can finally, I can finally beat it, and also finally play uh, Mario Sunshine. I didn't grow up with a GameCube, so I couldn't play Sunshine. All, all I know is I just watched the Game Grumps play it. Oh, Mario so, Sunshine's like, so fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. We should get back into like real game, like talking. Yeah, about let's do a video game games. design podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, this one's topical because this was a very weird thing for us in L.A. So um, last Friday or was it last? No, it was last like Wednesday over at uh, the LAX airport. There was reports that from the from the pilots in the planes that a person with a jetpack was around was flying around the airplanes and causing a ruckus. This is like a legit thing that was reported by officials. So Hell yeah. So Blue's Doodles, the derp at the Derpy Dalek on Twitter, re- uh, recommends a cross between Flight Simulator and Untitled Goose Game, where you play as the jetpack guy who was seen flying around LAX. Your objective is to disrupt air traffic and cause massive delays. This is a two-player game where I will be playing the first person in Flight Simulator. So like I have very in-depth controls, very in-depth. Um, like I have to a bunch of meters I need to watch and other things and destinations and deliveries and various planes that I will need to fly you your job aj is you're gonna play play the jetpack and you're gonna like set things that either honestly we could do kind of a goat game thing with this where like destruction and mayhem is the name of the game um you have to figure out ways to get my airplanes to crash or for me to drop deliveries or for um to fuck with the crew that's about to get on the like the airplane so it could be like I'm so thinking, you're doing a flight simulator and I'm playing Goose Game, but the Rocketeer. Yes. And I think there would be some fun things you can do like before the flight begins. Like you can actually influence my pilot. So like um, yours is kind of a sandbox, right? So you can walk uh-huh. around and it turns out you slip my my pilot some wine. So now he's driving this, um, doing this flight simulator while he's intoxicated, so that makes hey, really my game quick, harder. How did so I how did I do, use my super cool jetpack to get into the flying plane? I to think, slip him a little bit of wine. I think it's like you're you can move around like it's a third person game. So like think GTA but with a jetpack. Yeah, but like I flew up with my cool jetpack, grabbed onto the side of it, and just cracked that airlock well, door no, no, open. No, 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 no. This ejecting a hundred people into the vacuum of the what, sky. What, no, no, no. Like what I'm saying is, is like both of us are operating a third person game. But my third-person game becomes a flight simulator. So, like, the level starts. Okay, I would have slipped him a little bit of something-something while we were still on the floor. Yes. So, like, you and I are both in the airport. I need to go around and do all of my checks. Like, I need to make sure my co-pilot is ready. I need to go check in with, um, you know, my uh, safety people. And during that time, you can fuck with me. And then that leads up to the flight. So, like, and then you can start fucking with me during the flight. And I don't know how we would like what are the things that we can do mid flight that would allow the person with the jetpack to you know fuck with the other player i could drift in front of you and if you hit me with your giant plane when i was stunting you would feel really really bad about murdering me <laughs> there's that um, um what other horrible things could i do on a jetpack with a plane mm-hmm. i guess shoot my whole ass jetpack at the plane but that feels like it would do a lot of damage <laughs> Um, I could moonwalk on the side of the wings. I could do that one thing, like the, in the horror movie, where the guy looks out the window and he sees like the goblin like ripping it's it not up a the engines movie. or something. That's, that's an episode of the Twilight Zone horror at ten thousand feet, my dude. Um, I could do that on a jetpack. That'd be pretty funny. He like someone looked out the window and they just saw the rocketeer over there moonwalking. <laughs> oh, my apologies. It's the horror at thirty-seven thousand feet. There you go. Mm. I think. Really? Maybe. 
Oh God, I don't know what the hell I'm. I. That's all right. You don't need to reference the oh, Twilight Zone. Night, it's nightmare like a, at twenty thousand feet. Hey, Twilight 20, Zone's important. So I, the Twilight Zone's very important. Well, you actually bring up a good a good thing. Is this like could walking be, on the side of an airplane? Could it be a horror game where it's like you know how Cabin in the Woods style? You you know the plot of Cabin in the Woods, right? Uh, is that the one where no, that's the Evil Dead. Um, no, I don't know the plot of Cabin in the Woods. Basically, it's this this agency has control over this decrepit cabin where a bunch of teens are hanging out. Wait, um, is this the one that ends with the meme with the elevators at the bottom of the? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, this one, I know this, this movie. One has been heavily memed. Um, so what if it's something like that, where the person with the jetpack is trying to get this plane to crash? And has control over various things. So, like, you have to... I don't want to wanna f- do that. I'll feel really bad about what? making a whole ass plane crash. I, 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 bro, I don't know what, like, I, I don't know where the conflict is then. Like, it, you're just a jetpack and you're, like, going up to the window and going, hey, everybody. And that's the game? <laughs> like, yeah, it's, I think so. You got- <laughs> I think at that point, like, it's for, for you, it's a really, like, irritating and frustrating flight simulator that's uh-huh. been made extra difficult by all of the shitty things that I've done. For me, I get to zoom around like Bugs Bunny laughing at you try to fix all of the problems that I've made. See, but that's like, okay, so like the bulk of the gameplay is before the flight simulator then. Well, for me, most of the f- gameplay is before the flight simulation. But for then what's you, the, then most what's the of point your... of your jetpack? Like what is like, there? that mechanic is just So I can like... zip up to you and get a good look at you and fall and walk behind you as you try to... Find all of the little g- gifts that I left I, on your airplane. I, I don't know. Find the stinky I, eggs. I left I, them under every other seat. I don't necessarily think that is fun. I feel like there has to be more for well, the Well, not for you, because you have to find all the stupid stinky eggs that I left. <laughs> but for me, it's going to be very fun. All right, all right. It's going to be go, very fun me for me go. watching you walk through the airplane <laughs> saying, why do I keep on getting so many complaints about how dirty my airplane is? And I have to go, hee hee have you checked the bathroom? Well, well, what if you did something like along the lines of like Red Dead Redemption 2, where it's like, and we use like the train thing, is like, you can rob airplanes. So like you as the jetpack person can go up, fly up. We ignore the fact that like air pressure is a thing. You can open a plane, get in there, rob everybody and leave. So it becomes kind of an open world, like where some people are flight simulator can make their money by being pilots. And then there's other people who can make their money by being air pirates. <laughs> um, so pilots maybe, and pirates. Yeah. Pilots and uh, pir- <laughs> pilots and pirates. All right. There's a game. Give me another one. <laughs> All righty. Bro, it's like 117 outside right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm so afraid to go outside. <laughs> this comes from Gazer on Twitter, at just Gazer. What's up? Hesitation. A game that only moves when you don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, the moment you said hesitation, I picture what, what is the is it a Linkin Park song or a Limp Biscuit song where it's like hesitation, no breathing? Is or is that so fuck? Is that Slipknot? Handsome. (laughs) Idiot. It's Papa Roach. Oh, fuck. That's right. It is Papa Roach. Which you would know if you watched nearly as many Naruto versus Sasuke AMVs in middle school. Nah, dude. I watched a lot of uh, Inuyasha AMVs. Uh, Kagome X. uh, What's Sashomaru? That's that's the shit I watched. (laughs) I had a crush on Kagome. Like, shit. Good taste. (laughs) God, AMVs were a fucking thing, weren't they? Yeah, we can't go down this road. Okay, all right, all right. Can, wait, can you give me the game submission again? I'm sorry, I got, I, um, I got. So hesitation, a game that only moves when you don't. What this is is this is the exact inverse of Super Hot. Whereas okay. Super Hot is a game where like, you know, in Super Hot game, time only moves when you move. Yes. So it makes like this really fun gameplay where like you have to like you have to have to slow down and think about what you're doing and then move forward. Mm-hmm, but in mm-hmm. hesitation, so long as you're moving, everybody else is petrified of what you're about to do. So you can just run around and beat the shit out of everybody. If you stop to think even for one second, you're mm-hmm. gonna get ganked. This reminds me a little bit of. Um, what's it called? Uh, I think it's just called Time Loop or Time Crisis. It's not. It's not the time. Not like the railway shooter Time Crisis. But you play a Minecraft Steve-looking guy who uh, 
I think it's called like Time Incorporated, Time Stop Incorporated, where you are basically sent back in time to these little pockets of slow motion and you have to stop people from dying. So like there is a tank coming towards somebody. You need to figure out how to stop that tank before it runs a person over. It kind of is so I'm just trying to figure out what is the setup because in Super Hot, you're clearing out each room to get to the final to like kill the final bad guy yeah. or or how oh, you know system. what this is so what is the backdrop i think would answer why this person time only moves when they aren't moving blake i get i have an excuse to talk about my favorite group of superheroes oh tell me about it the x-men baby okay you know those movie those like more recent x-men movies where like uh quicksilver does the thing where he runs super fast and everything slows down because he's moving super quick yes this game works like that. It's a bunch of puzzles that you can like kind of drag stuff around, kind of sandboxy. And your goal is to like save everybody or stop the bad guys from doing things. But if you stop moving to think about what you're going to do next for a moment, it all of time moves reacts. forward again. Yeah. yeah. See, like, I like I you like need that to be going like, I'm going to grab this person, then I'm going to grab that person, then I'm going to grab this person. Because mm-hmm. the second you slow down... Everything starts to speed up, and See, you're I going like, to screw I like that up so bad. You, you come into a level, and it gives you like a little count. It gives you a glimpse of everything that's in that room, and a little countdown. And so it's like three, two, one. So you have like three seconds to process everything, and then you got to start moving. But the yes, thing that complicates yes, yes. it as the game goes on is like you can't kill somebody until this one specific thing happens. So it is about ba- like in Super Hot, it's a balance of going from real time to no time. So it's like, okay, you have a room where two people are gunfighting. You need to, like, put something in front of one person's bullet so it ricochets to do something. That way, then it can kill the other. Oh, there you go. So, like, you need to kill both of these people, but uh, only one of them is going to get shot at the beginning of it. And then the other yeah, one like you. Yeah, lo- like, you load into a mission and Cyclops mm-hmm. is standing next to you and fire- Cyclops fires up his lasers and you're like, Ah, oh, Cyclops is only going to get hit, only hit one of these dudes. But mm. I know that there's eight guys in this room. I need to put mirrors Holy all shit. throughout this place to make sure that Cyclops' cool laser hits everybody in this room. Implementing and it's like, all right, three, two, one, go. And you have to zoom around idea, and grab all the mirrors. Implementing the idea of a team-based, like, super hot style game sounds fucking phenomenal, well, AJ. Because, I, like, because super Cy- hot is like, Cyclops it's a solo isn't going adventure. to be doing anything. Well, I think no, 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 Cy- Cyclops' laser is there just to give the setup for the puzzle for the level. Mm-hmm. Well, in a way, that's still kind of like in Super Hot. There isn't like things going on in the world. It's like you have things you can pick up and people that you can kill. This is mm-hmm. like you have to react to something that's happening that you that will always happen regardless of what you're doing. So yes. it's like having that, and it makes you feel like one of the X Men is like you're attacking something as a team, even though it isn't a team effort thing. It's like you're the one in control ultimately as Speedster Boy. But I, I really like that idea because you're right, it does set up the puzzle and it gives you like different like like what happens you know what you could also do? It would be like such crazy work, but as you go through the game, you can pick what team comes with you and what team you bring with you dictates how the puzzles like lay out. So like each room can be handled multiple ways depending on which people you bring into your team, like Marvel Ultimate Alliance style. So could you do something like that? Or is it just like very dead set? Like, hey, this mission, you're with Cyclops. This mission, you're with Storm. I think it's dead set on the missions because I think that like what's difficult about puzzle games is we need to make sure that we give the correct puzzle with the correct solution, right? I really Mm -hmm. like this like Cyclops shooting a laser thing because that level's mission is I need to get this laser to hit all eight people in this room with this Mm -hmm. one Mm -hmm. shot. Maybe maybe you have a level with Wolverine and you have Mm -hmm. to zip super quick. Um... What would be a good puzzle to do with Wolverine? Wolverine's going to go ape shit in three minutes. I feel, you need to make sure that all of the bad guys are near Wolverine when he pops off. I feel like Wolverine's thing would be that he's going crazy and he's just bursting through walls. So, like, that level would be that the environment is changing around you. So, you, like, you would set up a kill, but you Wolverine actually gets in the way of it. And so, it's like you... The like your initial solution that you think would work is just immediately destroyed by Wolverine. So, you have to, like... That's a level where you have to work around your your um, 
Yeah, it's a situation that's constantly changing, right? You you can set everything up, and then the second you stop moving, time moves forward. You watch Wolverine tear shit up, and then you have Mm -hmm. to start moving again because, uh uh-oh, Wolverine's going to end up in a bad spot. I got to save him really quick. Yes, yes. You start moving. You move Wolverine around. You move the bad guys around. You reposition everybody, and you're like, all right, this should be good. Wolverine should be able to just absolutely kick butt here now. Hey, that fucking – this game actually, like, rocks. This is like a game – I'm assuming you're imagining this in VR as well, right? Yes, this is a VR yeah, game. This yeah, is a yeah, VR yeah, X-Men down. game where you play as Quicksilver. Uh, oh, and you're just like, sweet. you're helping all the, the good guys do all their good guy stuff. I just mm-hmm. want to gamify those, like, like that level where, like, Quicksilver has to run through the whole mas- mansion mm-hmm. in that newer mm-hmm. X-Men movie and save everybody's life. You know, okay, so if we're using that that scene as an example, is there a way you can do points for, like, f- um for like flair because like in yes that scene, it has I the remember... bull- hey going back for, call, call back we're doing this like the bullet storm si- scoring yes. system mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so like if there's a thing like uh because when i when i remember that scene there's like a part where he's like he sees a little bit of pudding flying in the air he like dips his finger in it and eats it so i'm wondering if there's like things where like hey you can do this thing it'll get you more points but it does make the level more difficult because you are distracting or you have to allow some time to pass for you to do it. So it like, it makes the game more difficult. Or maybe it makes it a little bit easier because by seeing that little pudding across the way, you as the player are like, Oh, I'm going to go grab that next so that I know I'm doing something so that time's not going to start moving mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. when I'm not ready for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you can use that as your pad. So yeah, like, that's, that's the player is like, going I, to honestly, use that as I padding. Feel like, we have to figure something out because Super Hot did this one thing um, that I felt kind of made the game a little bit easier. Well, not necessarily easier because like it it would just help me speed up things. Um, if you moved your hands, like it, you could like make time advance. So what I'm thinking people might do to like get, um, to cheat this game a little bit is that they're just constantly moving their hands. I want it to be that they have you to have to be moving move your head. character. Oh, the head? My thought was we set them up with a little analog stick on their left controller, or like their left hand control, Mm -hmm. and they have to Mm -hmm. actually be moving Quicksilver around the room in order to like make sure time is moving correctly. Interesting. I feel like, no, I feel like you should take the super hot method where you can actually take a couple of steps. Um, Actually, but no, like super super hot VR is weird because you're put in a point that only, you can only move like two feet to the left, two feet to the right, and like up and down. Be uh, and then it would teleport you to another yeah. spot in the room. You're I, actually you're right. We should do like as locomotion for this game. We should do like the joystick method. That way, there's actually like they can move around in the environment and aren't really locked off to like. Actually, in a in a weird way, Super Hot VR is just a railway shooter. Like you're given a point yeah, and is. you have to like attack people from that point. So, and like, I don't want this game to feel like a railway it shooter. It needs to be like a full sandbox mm-hmm. that the player can like run around and explore on and climb, sprint up the walls to find the chandelier that they can drop on somebody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cool. And you know what you can also do? Maybe there's like a teleport mechanic, but it's not teleporting. It's just that you moved like really, really fast. Like you, like a... You know, like in like when you see uh, the Flash or Quicksilver in a scene where they're just like they're there and then they're gone. It's not that they teleported that they just move fast really quick. Maybe that's a mechanic we can play with where it's just like, hey, I need to get there right now. I'm going to teleport there or like speed we run over there offer, or something like that. Yeah. My question is maybe we operate this in a system where like maybe if you hold down the right trigger, that's when the speedster starts like you've activated speed mode. And then you can let go of it, speed and then force. time starts moving again. <laughs> I, lo- like I love when I love when time. Quicksilver uses the speed force. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to call it's, it. <laughs> I mean, like uh, speed force go- is such a good going, term. He's going. He's going speed. He's going. Fuck. I don't know. <laughs> This is like, so, I feel like we're doing the thing that Danny Phantom did for like the early like first two seasons where he's when trying, he's to, trying to find his catchphrase. Yeah, when he's trying yeah. to, be, he's like, "I'm going ghost person." <laughs> what a good gag for the opening of a series. Good job, Danny God, Phantom. Well, fucking Danny Phantom was just a good series, like hands down. It did a lot of good shit right. All right, all right. Should I give? Uh, we're coming up on fifty minutes. Should I give you one more? Like, do some lightning round stuff. Hit me with one more, and then we got to start figuring out our nug, hash it out, awesome. and go through some boss this fights. Is, this is coming to the one true way to pitch games to us. This comes to us on YouTube. 
That's uh, not at all a good way to do this, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I mean, like, hey, hey, bro, I have it. It works. It's just like email. I, I got to log into something, and then there's the submissions. So this one comes to us from Andrew Willoughby um, at the bus from Speed on Twitter. I think that's what their Twitter handle is. Since this is official channels, a platformer that ah. somehow implements the DJ Hero controller. <laughs> all right, this, this is, is a good submission, actually. Yeah, because you and I were li- you were listening to the DJ Hero soundtrack right before we started recording, and that tr- soundtrack fucking hits. It's great. I'm so, so glad DJ that we man, have I'm, a I'm, way to make the Kingdom Hearts mystical of melodies or whatever that one's what? going to be called. Uh, there's a Kingdom Hearts rhythm game coming out here pretty soon. That's like it looks like a three button rhythm game. And DJ oh, Hero shit, was a three button rhythm game, so we can just grab DJ Hero, sla- give. Kyrie and Sora some sick DJ headphones and call this one good. I knocked Ooh. it out of the park already. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, Nomura, <laughs> give right. me DJ Sora artwork, please. <laughs> See, the cool thing would be is that Sora would get a fucking sweet uh, DJ hero uh, keyblade where it's just like he actually it's it's a fucking keyblade that has like a DJ turntable on it dude it could transform into How a giant cool like with that disc yeah 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 and he like throws it and as it's spinning it becomes like a vinyl disc that just like buzzsaws through people and then when he Hell catches yeah. it it cur- turns back into his sweet DJ blade dude fuck yeah fuck yeah fuck yeah all right give me give me one lightning round i can't be this... the only one i can't i can't carry this team my back hurts too much from carrying so much this comes from John Forklift Kennedy at Walui at Waluigi's. Nope, at Walu Waluigi's. I don't know. That tripped oh, me no, up. No, we it, broke AJ. You broke well, AJ Waluigi. Extra... How could you? Oh, it's Waluigi's. I okay. Let me try that again. Just this comes the, from John Forklift okay. Kennedy at Waluigi. You've heard <laughs> of Dance Dance Revolution. Name. Time for Dark Souls Revolution. Oh my god. Okay, so there's lots of rolling involved. Okay, really really quick, really, really quick. Is this mm-hmm. a controller dance dance revolution? Or are we gonna have sweet Dark Souls themed like dance dance revolution things at Dave and Busters? Like the ones I where it's like I the want actual sweet like Dark Souls themed things at Dave and Busters. I want to create the Dark Souls of Dance mm-hmm. Dance Revolution. And what I mean by that is not just right. the difficulty curve. I want us to get to Ornstein and Smo, and Ornstein and Smo start mm-hmm. doing that two-step thing where they throw their hands forward a little bit and cross them, and you're like, ah, oh, shit, dance battle with this guy. I was thinking they floss in Blake, unison. I need you. They floss in unison. Ornstein and Smo are both <laughs> flossing in unison, and it's super dope. And you have to look around in the in the Dave and Busters, and you're like, shit, shit, shit. I need somebody to come help me. I need someone to. I need to summon my homie to help me style <gasps> on Ornstein like, and Smo like, because these two it, are gonna kill me. See, What's all right, that? Here's the thing. I look here's across the, the way. I see a complete I stranger. I we lock eyes. They see where I'm, what level I'm at. They drop their bucket of chicken. <laughs> they sprint over to me. They say, "Don't you worry, I got you." They hop up. We dance together. And we, then you, then they fucking high five. Style like on Ornstein and Smo. It's exactly like Step Up Four. We high five each other. I don't know if this is a bit within one of the Step Up movies. We high five. We we embrace. We fall in love. <laughs> That's a good backstory of how people felt up. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I love Dark Souls. I think the orchestral music is good. But here's the thing: the music. Oh, we're scrapping slack, their soundtrack. AJ. You know yeah, who's doing? You know who? No, you, you know who's doing the soundtrack for the game? Actually, um, Teddy Dead Lloyd. Mouse, um, okay. <laughs> Teddy Lloyd. Uh, Moe Shop. Uh, fucking uh, Snail House. Like just the real jam pack people. Also, for some reason, we got the rights to DJ Hero, and that's just in the game too. That's an unlockable you can get. <laughs> It's like we gotta have like shit that that moves. So maybe we bring Skrillex out of retirement. Is Skrillex relevant anymore? I don't know. I don't know. Well, oh yeah, Skrillex is relevant. Uh, Skrillex just did the song for Kingdom Hearts three. God, what the fuck? Really? If you haven't listened to the Kingdom oh Hearts my God, three, that's radical. Uh, yeah, the Kingdom Hearts three <laughs> like uh, opening track rules so hard. Uh, it's what's the name of it? Uh, don't think twice, I believe. No, that's the ending credit song. Oh, uh, anyway, look up the Skrillex Kingdom Hearts three song. It All right, rules lightning hard. round, lightning round, lightning round. He did a cool. He did a cool track. He's relevant. He's he's pretty cool. All right, so but that's the people we need to have, like jam pack, like moving to the beat, good stuff. 
Um, Who do you think is going to be the best dancer when you play through the Dark Souls games? Because, you know, it can pull from all three games. Well, you see, my favorite part in Dark Souls Dance 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 Revolution Dark Souls was where um, the wolf, like the full-blown, like, three-story high wolf just started breakdancing. It got up on its hind feet and did that cute little thing that dogs do where they spin around looking for the treat. Uh, that's hands down best dancer. No, no question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A good one. Mm-hmm. All right. Who do you think? Who Who do you think would be the best dancer? I don't think say it was the dancer of the Boreal Valis because like, because <laughs> <laughs> you have to like, it's a forced duo fight that you need to like tag somebody in. Hold on. Let me God, dig deep for another. Let inter- me, let me dig deep for another uh, good Dark Souls joke. Come on, AJ. I believe in you. Seeth the scaleless, and maybe Seeth you have to dance off oh. of the normal rhythm beat for the song because, like, isn't like a scale a term in music? Uh, well, yes. The, the the thing you're thinking of is the the all of the animations in Dark Souls work on a no, no, no. I'm talking scale. about like the, there's the a term. The there's like a dancing term called a scale. Or there's a there's a, a musical is term. Actually, uh, a thing of music yeah yeah like you're you're practicing scales basically so, so you're like see the you know, like, <laughs> would just have see the scaleless is a pun because it doesn't have that thing that i don't know about this joke would really work <laughs> okay, if i was smarter about music <laughs> uh ha my favorite himbo <laughs> i have all the parts of the joke here i just don't know how to execute it all right i have them all here <laughs> You showed up with your homework. You just didn't just didn't turn it in, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking um, the nameless king would be a cool, like hidden, like dance boss. Like, why is he the nameless king? He hails from like a he hails from a kingdom where dance was like the way of settling all disputes. He was like in he became like uh, what's a like he. It's like a character from West Side Story where all of their disputes are like settled with that whole dance knife scene. Remember that? It would also be very difficult to try to beat the spider lady. There's a spider lady? Yeah, in Dark Souls 1. Fuck, really? Oh, God. I've never played Dark Souls 1. I've only played Uh, 3. Yeah, Quilag, I believe, was her name. Finish Dark Souls 3. I can't I can't beat the final bosses from Dark Souls 3 for the fucking life of me. <laughs> it is just too hard. <laughs> all right, all, all right, all right. Let's That's pick enough. a nug. What's our nug? I think it's the Quicksilver game. What are you thinking? I'm really obs- I'm really just like fixated really? on that. So what what is the name of the game again? It's Hesitance? Hesitate. Yeah, or Hesitance. We can we can Hesitate. workshop that name a is little it... bit. Hesitation. Well, I actually I like that a lot. It's just like I feel like we would have to incorporate X-Men into it because you're thinking it's an X-Men franchise game, right? Yeah. Is it would it be just like we just put an <laughs> X in front hesitant? of it? Is it just X hesitation? Hesitation. Hesitation. That's so Dumb. <laughs> or maybe it's just hesitation, but the right. T has been re- like uh, replaced with a capital X. Ooh, hexitation, basically. Hesitation. I like that. Hesitation. Yeah. It sounds like we're coming up with rapper names, dude. <laughs> it does kind of sound like a SoundCloud rapper name. <laughs> All right. So has it? So I, I feel like hexitation would be better. Hexitation sounds like we're going to be getting involved with Scarlet Witch. Like magic? Yeah. Um, I mean, Scarlet Witch is a Marvel character, so I don't. that's not too bad. Perhaps this is a little bit of an origin story, and Quicksilver actually got his powers by being hexed by a witch, and it, that was his twin sister. Uh, we can retcon those twins again. Well, They've been retconned like a billion <laughs> times in the comics. Fuck, you're right. God, they're like... I'm, it, it, this is like a way too big of a story for the time that we have, but I remember watching like a small little doc on them and just like every generation, their story changes from being like either really dumb or to like really batshit buck wild fucking crazy family drama stuff. And it's just yeah, it's very it's bizarre. Weird. All right. So we can just do whatever we want with yeah. them. Everyone else does. <laughs> All right. So what are we calling it? What is like, what is the go- What is the name? Hexitation? Or is it like X-Men Hesitation? Honestly, I, to be completely real with you, I think a game just called Hesitation by itself 
is totally fine and actually pretty like it, it's kind of mysterious i would um, bury the lead it's a little bit like a uh, legion ooh. or the Mu- new mutants right like it's a little like you mm-hmm. look at it and you're like is that an x-men thing What's and they're that? like mm, is there a way is, th- is there a way we can or- incorporate speed into it like speedy hesitation or um, we can just call it don't hesitate hesitation speed don't hesitate that's a good that's it aj you fucking nailed it dude don't hesitate. Nice. I love it. That's a great. That's a great name. It's, it has some drama in it. Has a little bit of pizzazz. I fucking love it. Hell yeah. Let's go to patch notes. Oh shit. Do we want to do a boss fight? Uh, yeah, we should do a boss fight. Hey AJ, real quick before we jump into boss fights. Uh, here's the trailer for last week's episode. <laughs> oh shit, we forgot to do that. Yeah, that's right. We're gonna put that here now. Here you go. <laughs> Spiritual successor games. Talent will be here in 30 seconds. All right, people, you know the drill. Mr. Cage is going for the Oscar this year, and we're going to help give him his worst performance yet. Coffee, bitch. Are all the espresso machines broken? Uh, they are now. Perfect. That's what I like to see. All of the actors that simply aren't as good as Mr. Cage, make sure you say nothing. But the script ah, ah, ah. so help me if you interrupt mr cage while he reads the alphabet and fights a horde of bugs i will have your ass on a platter <gasps> not my booty yes your booty 15 seconds special effects child are all the chattery vampire teeth set up hey, almost this is taking a little bit longer than i thought we don't have time for your silly games step aside child i knew i shouldn't have broken labor laws what no 10 seconds this is a sensitive process you can't just waltz in yet mr cage is going to be here in a matter of moments please hey sir the coffee is spilling everywhere <laughs> mr director i would like some changes to be made to my role and i would like some changes made to my cast get out of my way you hey. Oh Oh my god! The bees are escaping! Mr. Cage is arriving! Hello everybody, happy to be here! No, not the bees! Not the bees! Nicholas on Caged, coming to a theater. Maybe? Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm sorry we totally forgot about that at the beginning of the uh, episode. Hope you enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. Hope thank you, you enjoyed that. Joe. That's the end of the bit. Uh, Moving on. Pa- <laughs> thank- no, 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 no. We need to. We need to thank. We need to thank our Patreon member. Thank oh, you to yeah, our okay. Patreon member Joe for submitting their voice. I'm so sorry. We came in like so hot to this week's episode. Where it's just like we're gonna fucking get in there. We're gonna get in there. And then I yeah, think Blake means temperature wise. That wasn't like a hyper energy thing. It's just that it's a billion degrees out in California today. So we came in with our brains already pre cooked a little bit. So thank you to Joe, our Patreon member, for submitting their voice at the beginning of that. Um, that was a lot of fun to do. This one was definitely different than the normal trailers we do because it was like more of a Tough skit rather than like a hype, like hype trailer. It was definitely very difficult and different, and I had a lot of fun editing it. So I hope you guys had as much fun watching it. So, all right, let's do boss fights. Let's go to our Patreon Discord. It'd be really cool if we happen to have like an actual like Marvel villain in these boss fights today, huh? Ooh, I actually have something that would work really well. This might take a little bit of planning, but uh, Caleb Reed this suggests a reverse Hydra. So there's a puzzle where it's like it starts off. So would it, it would be you would have to figure out the. Here's the thing: you only have one weapon at the beginning of it, and you have to figure out how to do a chain reaction to where it's like. Once you kill a reverse Hydra, I'm thinking would be is you kill one head, it takes down two more. So you need to figure out how to, with your limited resources, cause a big enough chain reaction to where the Hydra is killed in one shot. Because if you if you try killing it and you miss the attempt, it then automatically kills you. So you have to do things in one foul swoop is a level. Okay, yeah, I like that. that like work? you would have to set up like another okay. Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Do you have one? I got one. Of course I have one. I just haven't selected it yet. Of course I have one. This one comes from Gazer. I got this one. A pop-up, a pop-up shop filled with pots that beg to be smashed. 
<laughs> you have okay, so you have launched into so... a covert operation. Who's that you have with you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you have a teammate, a uh, good old-fashioned teammate, a little bit of a stunt operation working with the Brotherhood. You got the juggernaut with you in the pot store, uh, like filled with like <laughs> ceramic pots, not weed. And you just got to so... ask yourself, I have to make sure that the juggernaut helps me kick so much ass in here, but we cannot break anything. Why did we bring the juggernaut on a sneaky operation? Oh, oh interesting. So you have to move so super like, fast to pick scene. up all of these pots, get them out of their way, position the bad guys so that Ooh, juggernaut can absolutely like clobber that. these dudes, but do not break a single mm-hmm. pot, otherwise your cool stealth mission will have gone out the window. I I love this idea because it does like make you have to... Like it, there's like there's actual tension there. I dig that. I dig the shit out of that. That's a good submission. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, All right. I, I just to want to get as notes? many like Marvel heroes or X Men. I want to get as many X Men characters as we can in this because the X Men are all super cool and they all have like their own unique mm-hmm. powers, which lends like this game would have so many varied types of levels, right? Like you'd have an episode, mm-hmm. like, you'd have a mission where you have to hang out with bobby you'd have a level where you have to hang out with rogue and maybe the rogue level is you just constantly mm-hmm. bringing people over to her and you're like here try to slurp up this dude's power nope that didn't work here let me go grab a different person and you're just zipping back and forth bringing people for rogue to just be all like mm, i don't like this one that's exactly what happens when she puts her hands on somebody you just hear that, that is the noise exorbitant <laughs> We're going to do a little bit of character writing. We're going to make sure that like, we pump up these characters. And I imagine that if we were to write for Rogue in the 21st century, Rogue would be a little bit of a shit poster. I think that she would be the kind of person that like, when she drained somebody's power, she would make noises like that. Would tweet about it? She would like, make an she, Instagram she post come, like, hey, look at yeah. this fucker. She, I imagine that like that's the thing like I don't want to make like a whiny rogue like we've seen so much. Like Rogue's mm-hmm. always like, my power sucks. Like edgy, trouble. Yeah, but like we can make a rogue where like she's like, my power sucks, but I'm it. going to make so many jokes mm. about this. This is my that's coping mechanism for I how like it sucks shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just so happens my coping mechanism comes with 900,000 pe- followers on Instagram. <laughs> Not a bad deal. <laughs> Good mental health, high social media presence. <laughs> All right, let's go you know, to patch notes. All right, let's go to patch notes. I, I love and hate this game. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Patch Notes. We just got one quick thing that we got to tell you this week, and that is register to vote. Because you may not be registered. Register yet. to vote. And you got to make sure you're registered to vote so you can vote right now because things are really buck wild and you need to register as soon as possible because, you know, it's all we recommend definitely doing some mail-in ballots because there's a whole ass pandemic still. So make sure that you're registered so that you Mm -hmm. can get that mail-in ballot early. Vote early so that it can actually get Mm -hmm. to the voting polls. We have to be diligent about this and we have to take care of it as soon as possible. So make sure you're registered to vote today. I don't think we need to elaborate on why it's important to vote right now. Uh, 2020 is the craziest fuck year. and we 2020 is a really and, bad year, and the current um, administration yeah. sucks shit, and we need to vote them out. <laughs> I'll I'll make it clear. <laughs> you, you'll put our, our political views just out there in the open. We are, are we are both too. I mean, it's fucking, like I'm not afraid. I think Trump's a fucking asshole. Like I'm not. I don't care for him. So, we have like, bachelors vote, of fine arts, and do. we live in Southern California. Everybody already knows what our political like <laughs> viewpoints are. Blake, <laughs> it's not a secret. It could not be a secret. <laughs> AJ turns out spiritual successor is the liberal agenda. <gasps> <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into this week's episode. We hope you had a good time and got some laughs out of it. I had a great time with this episode, so I'm sure everybody else did. <laughs> Thank you all Until so, then, we've so been spiritual much. Successor. I'm AJ Hart. Oh, shit. And I'm Blake Rea. Our intro and outro music is Cheap Shot by Anamon Gucci, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. And these are cool games. <laughs> that should not be made. <laughs> <laughs>